like my pappy always told me, when you're with a when you're with a lady, if it smell like fish, eat as you wish. Smell like cologne, leave it alone. All right, fellas, what's up? We're back. <laughs> Welcome to the Cheap Pop Podcast. I am your host, Mo, with John, Ken, and Dakota. What are we starting with today, John? So we're going to run through what happened all this week. Then, uh, I'm not going to lie, that intro about took me out. Uh, Ken's going <laughs> to uh, Dakota, you got raw, right? I got something for you, Raw. What's good, baby? <laughs> All right. Dakota's got Raw. I got SmackDown. Ken's going to read through the Elimination Chamber. We're going to give our uh, general thoughts and somewhat of an analysis of any anything we thought about what happened in that match. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with Raw. Go ahead, Dakota. What happened? Well, shine my balls and uh, bring me a milkshake, boys. This will be in no particular order. Uh, so let's start off again. No particular order because, uh, well, our notes are jumbled. Uh, Chad Gable defeats Ivar via submission with an ankle lock. Thoughts, opinions? Love it. Well, Gable's on the right path again. Uh, Gable versus Gunther for Mania. Book it now. Yeah. Uh, Gable looking like uh, Kurt Angle with hair. He is a neck injury away from Perk Angle. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> so we don't. We done with Jay. We done with Jay trying to get a title, man. That's we know it's not going to happen until after Mania, where him and his brother fight. So let's just not waste anybody's time on it. Honestly, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, up, what may have been next? I don't know. Honestly. Uh, UFC Michael Chandler thing trying to get McGregor back in the ring. Uh, someone get their drunk uncle. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> that that was amazing. I don't even, I don't think that was planned. There was no way that was planned. No, it was not planned. You never give Michael Chandler a fucking mic because you think they know this by now. Yeah, that was not the right move. This was uh, TKO basically flexing in the middle of Raw. I don't. I don't even know what to what to think about this. I think I legitimately missed that one. As they introduced him at ringside, he cut a promo trying to get McGregor back in the octagon for a fight. Yeah, like he's gonna watch. Like he's gonna watch Monday Night Raw. Yeah, McGregor is not thinking about getting beat up no more. So he he done made his money and left. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Who wants to keep taking punches once you've made over 50 mil? Like, I've made my coin and taken my ass beaten. I'm good. Right? Like, I, I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> uh, up what may have been next, you never know. Nia Jax and Ray Ripley were interviewed remotely ahead of their upcoming match at Elimination Chamber. Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next we'll say we that for the end. What? We'll, we'll say, say that for the end. end. Ah. Next, we had Raquel Rodriguez making her return and winning a last chance battle royale to earn a spot in the Elimination Chamber. Which pisses me the fuck off because we could have had Jade Cardgill. Well, or, or, hear me out. We could have oh had, had the biggest pop of the night and have Chelsea Green toss her over. That'd have been, we been awesome. We were real close. That'd have been really fun to see because we know. Uh, 
We know Chelsea can sell like a motherfucker. Imagine her in that match. Uh, it may have made that match a little better, but like they, I don't think they put Jade in there just because they'd have to book her to lose, and you really don't want her to lose just this early. That's fair. I know, but that elimination chamber would have been fucking even better. But we'll get talking about that later. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, next, uh, fucking job of the gut took out the six women scheduled for the elimination chamber match for some fucking reason. As uh, Drew McIntyre defeats Cody Rhodes via pinfall with uh, some more bullshit from the thumb stare. If y'all ain't seen my my meme that I keep using, it's it's just a mad it's a mad smiley face emoji with a thumb thumbs up. That is solo Sokoa to a T. Just he has no character. He's just fucking just stares at his thumb. He's like Umaga if he just didn't have that translator guy with him and just stared at his thumb the whole time. I don't know what we're doing with Solo, but it's fucking annoying. He's 0-23 since beating John Cena, which makes absolutely no sense, honestly. You have him beat one of the best of all time and then do nothing with him. We've seen this before. Yeah, Austin Theory. Yes. Yeah. Uh, absolutely outlandish. So not only is John Cena the Make-A-Wish guy, he's also the kiss of death for wrestler careers, too. But My favorite, though, is fucking Solo coming out with a fucking hoodie like we don't know who he is. Yeah, fucking take that man in the fucking hood shit. You know what I mean? Like, straight up Scooby-Doo. Like, we didn't know who it was the whole time. God. It was me, Austin. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> big back I just, big, big with the thumb taped up. Like, come on, bro. I, I know, dude. Like, we know I, it's you. Quit it. We know. Yeah. That's just M.O. Y'all are the hoodie boys with the... <laughs> the hoodie boys. That's that's what they are. Stop. You're not wrong. What, what, yeah. is, what, what kind of security we running at these shows where they just sneak in with the hoodie every fucking time and then flip... The, the fact that pisses me off is they zoom in on them when they're about to flip the hoodie up like we don't know who it is. Right. I mean, you got fucking... The shorts you wear all the time on with fucking boots and your fucking thumb taped up. Surprise! It's just so low. The only one who did it correctly was Sting dressing as Sting. All right. <laughs> yes, that was the fucking best. <laughs> it's great every time. Yeah, it never fails. Who's gonna Sting? Like all, all we need is like three white people and a dog standing at ringside. Well, we got him. But when you and the meddling kids, Jesus yeah. Christ, I'm so I'm so done with it. Like have, have them hide under the ring like Hornswoggle next time. Give us something different. And then we'll fast forward to the next one. Yeah, but wait, the there's more fuckery. Yeah, but wait, yeah, as Jimmy calls Jay the IC Championship. In the same fucking way. In the same fucking hoodie. Uh, What's some Scooby-Doo bullshit? Oh, let me just ring this bell real quick and then put my tongue out and flip the hood up like, oh, no. We didn't see that coming. 
Oh my god, who could it be? Yeah, who can it be? It's fucking stupid. God damn, yeah. dude. What a, what, that was a fucking banger match, too. I mean, they were fucking going. Like, I was loving the fucking match, dude. And I'm... D- the fuck are we doing, man? I have I have no words for... Like, again, what it, what it, what security guards are they hiring? Like, it was fun. It was funny the first time, but two of the same show. Yeah, man. It. Uh, the common denominator is Gunther puts on fucking bangers. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to y'all. He'll put on a fucking banger with anybody, but. Having that happen during that match, you know, it was predictable. You seen it coming. Once it happened in the in the Cody Rhodes match, it was like, oh, it's gonna happen again. There's no way they're gonna let Jay win. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That's the problem with the shows. It's starting to become a little too predictable now. Yeah, they keep doing it, but it'll never be as good as he's dressed as Sting. Who could it be? It's Sting. <laughs> 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 just, uh, yeah, that was raw. I'm willing to bet, though, if we go back to the very first few episodes we did, we have been bitching about the same shit for over a year now. Blood on oh, fuckery <laughs> and no clean finishes. The clean finishes have been triggering us since day one. Yeah, like that has been our fucking what grinds our gears from day one is we can't get a clean fucking finish to save our lives, but. Here we are a year later still talking about the same stupid shit. It never fails. Uh, while I get this pulled up for SmackDown, uh, let's get the show grades for Raw. I'll go ahead and start with you, Dakota, since you read the I'm going to give it a high C or a low B. It was really just the fucking interference okay. bullshit kind of ruined the night for me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm gonna double down on the same thing. It was, it was fine. All the matches had potential. To, this this had potential to be one of the best roles in a, in a while, and then it wasn't because of the bloodline. Um, I'm gonna give it a, uh, I'm gonna give it a B minus because we had to do it for the bloodline. Yeah. Uh, Ken. Honestly, without the fuckery, it'd probably been an A minus show for me. But with all the fuckery and stupid shit, it's a C plus for me. Yep. Nope. I feel kind of bad. I mean, I don't feel bad, but damn, I was gonna give it a B because <laughs> I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the matches. You kind of knew like the interferences and shit was gonna happen. Like, is is gonna be you know elimination chamber. Russian money's coming up. We kind of knew some fuckery was going to happen. At this point, I don't think we're going to get clean anything from blood. If it's bloodline related or ties into the bloodline, it's not going to be clean. So eventually, we're going to we're going to have to like look past the the interferences. I enjoyed all the yes, matches, sir. so I got I got to give it a B. Fuck you and <laughs> I'm sorry. Fuck my logic. My bad. You know I didn't want to. He what? just wanted to enjoy the show, damn it. <laughs> what we just go fuck your own pussy and let it go, okay? 
And fuck his enjoyment, right? Yeah. What what we tell you about thinking? We don't do that shit here. <laughs> no. That was logical and we didn't need that. On to SmackDown. Uh, and I, obviously no order again. Uh, thank God for CBS for just throwing lists together and yeah, this is what we go off of. Anyways, Tiffany Stratton defeating Lip Morgan via pinfall. What? Sorry. Yeah, Tiffany Stratton can fucking go, and mm-hmm. we'll get we'll get into more of that later. But Tiffany yeah. is a wrestler. God damn it! Thank yes. you. she is a she is a wrestler. <clears throat> uh, this something about matches before or something like this, you know they're not going to win the the actual match. Uh, WB's got a bad uh, bad habit of doing stuff like this where someone will win the match before like the Royal Rumble or Elimination Chamber and you know they're not going to win now. Mm. This is one of those times. But, uh on to the awkward segment of the night. Uh, Cedric Alexander, Alexander and Ashanti, the Adonis, had a little vignette promo thing. I had no idea what Congrats. all this. Well, let's just go ahead and pass that stupid shit, too. Sorry. All right. All right. It's fine. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Talk your uh, shit, big. Talk your shit. I had nothing for it, so yeah, if you just want to yell pass, that's cool. Uh, No, there's two fucking wrestlers right now that we're not doing anything with, so we're going to create a cool little promo for them to do absolute fuck all, so let's just keep it moving. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Roman Reigns asked Jimmy Uso, who told him to attack Jay on Raw. Uh, Jimmy said it was Paul Heyman's call, and then Roman, I think Roman took credit for that. For some reason, this made no fucking sense. He did it for the bloodline. It's made no fucking sense. He did it for the double <laughs> teeth. It's like a bad episode of Family Ties. It's on tonight. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> As the bloodline turns, uh, I ran the play, Oos. I ran the play just like you drew it up. Touchdown. I don't know. I guess I love Jimmy's character right now, like being the fucking like Joker <laughs> in the fucking group. But like, <laughs> ugh, Jesus Christ, uh, it's I don't know, a little weird. Next on to my favorite segment of Raw, we got to see Braun Breaker run the ropes and absolutely destroy uh, Dante Chin. Uh, yeah, this dude's this dude's the fucking future. Uh, I've never seen somebody move, move in the ring like that. Outside of Rock Lesnar, it was he, he's fucking fast. That's all I could say. Fast and intense. Yeah, outside of redacted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just freak athleticism. <laughs> outside of pissed it away. Yeah. Oh shit! Outside of Robert Kelly. Oh, oh my god! No. <laughs> I want to pee on you. Him and Vincent, we messing with the same girl. Same girl. 
Thoughts and prayers for whoever got peed on, though. Sorry. <laughs> TMP, man. TMP. Oh, a little bit of dribble. We ain't talking about basketball. Uh, anyways, on to <laughs> the next one. Uh, Legato Day or Del Fantasma attacked the LWO. That happened. Shocker. Which interchangeable member got attacked? Yeah. <laughs> Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro. I don't know which two those are. All right. If you, <laughs> if you could pick those guys out of a lineup, congratulations. Uh, speaking of two guys that would be kind of hard to pick out of a lineup, uh, <laughs> Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate defeated Judgment Day. Dominic Mysterio and J.D. McDonough being in the match. Uh, yes. This happened. Yes. All right. Kevin Owens uh, talks Mac to Logan Paul, Austin Theory, and Grayson Waller. And then they kind of looked at each other like, why didn't we dump him? Uh, read option. Give it away. Yeah. <laughs> That, that I mean, that segment was pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Kevin Owens just walked just away. And was like, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens walked away, and Austin Theory was dressed like Austin Theory, so he looked at him and was like, hey, where's your shirt? And then they all looked at each other like, hey, he was right there. Why didn't we just jump him? And then no one had an answer. And he just cut away. It was uh, It was awkward and funny all at the same time. All right, uh, then. Next, uh, that Dakota... reminded me of. Go ahead. That's what that reminded me of. Idiocracy, bro. Like, did you say idiocracy? Yeah, man. I mean, that's fair. The planet. Uh, next, we had Dakota Kai uh, getting injured backstage. Allegedly. Allegedly, uh, I think there's more fuckery going on with damage control, but. There is, and I usually skip this part of the video. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, this Smackdown episode, there's, there's a lot of just skippable shit. Speaking yeah, of, uh, Authors of Pain uh, defeating the Street Profits. I hate saying this is a skippable match because the Street Profits put on a show. But outside of the Street Profits doing their thing. This one was fucking boring. You can tell this show it was taped before they go. Pre-reported. Yeah. Yeah. When the announcers say, yeah, whatever. Yeah. When the announcers say every five seconds that tomorrow is the pay-per-view, when like when they constantly keep saying that over and over again, it's pre-recorded. It was even worse when Vince was in charge. Oh my god. Uh, then Roman Reigns had a private conversation with Grayson Waller. Uh, that one was kind of funny. He had the, was it Paul Heyman trying to pull him aside? And then Waller's like, Strobe Chief wants to talk to me? <laughs> I did it for the rock. I did it. For the people. Uh, lastly, 
We had a match that was going to end in disqualification. We knew it was coming. L.A. Knight and Drew McIntyre. Uh, It ended with basically everybody getting involved who's in the chamber match, and then Randy Orton being the last guy standing. Going back to what I said about Tiffany winning and being or standing tall at the end, you know they're not going to win the match. We'll get our we'll get the show grades and get on into Elimination Chamber. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and knock mine out first. I'll give it a C minus. This shit was so skippable. Um, Mo, what'd you think? You think that save to save SmackDown was Tiffany Stratton, the Tiffany Stratton match, and Drew and LA Knight did put on the put on a good show. That's fair, but but that's 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 about it. Did you give a grade? C. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a. Um, I might have to go C plus. That's fair. Uh, Dakota, what's the only plus being Tiffany said? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a D because uh, this SmackDown was kind of pointless. I'm not gonna lie to anybody. <laughs> you're gonna give SmackDown a D, or you're gonna give SmackDown the D? Yes, both, both, <laughs> both is good. Sorry, Josh. Both. Both Cap- capital O, capital A, capital F. Both. Both. <laughs> B-O-F-U-L. Both of. Anyways. On to the Elimination Chamber. Pay-per-view happened early this morning. Why I had to take a nap immediately after. Ken, uh, <laughs> go ahead and get us started. Well, thank you for passing that on, John. We're going to start the Elimination Chamber with a kickoff match between Candice LeRae and Dee Hartwell taking on the Kabuki Warriors. And uh, to another by surprise, we had the Kabuki Warriors taking the win. Uh, shout out, Indy Hartwell getting a nice little pop, you know, being an Australian native. But uh, anybody got any questions? No? Great. All right. Moving on to the next <laughs> match. We had the women's elimination. <laughs> I wasn't going to let Dakota get started on that one. Uh, we had the women's elimination chamber match. Uh, we had Becky, Bianca, Tiffany, Liv, and Raquel. And uh, got to be honest with you guys, uh, this was the match of the night or morning, I guess, for me um, up until the finish. But for me, I think we needed to switch how it finished. But I will let you guys give your thoughts, and then I'll close it out, move it to the next match. How we gonna uh, look? Naomi so early in this month of February. Damn it. <laughs> hey. I, the final two didn't make any sense to me. I, I get it. They were trying to like rush the ending. But why is Liv, why is Liv Morgan at the very end? Again. Like she was just at the end of the Rumble. The Rumble one made more sense because it was like a transition thing. This one didn't make any well, sense at all. Well, I think that's how they try to play it out. But like, what I was saying earlier this morning, dude, you cannot fucking have Bianca Belair be the one that gets fucking rolled up, and then have her be one of the strongest women in the division. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yep. 
it'd, it'd be different if she like got rolled up by the ropes and they did the rope move and she was like pushing straight down, whatever. But just a straight up dirt boy roll up from Liv Morgan was fucking stupid. But now by I can the see... smallest competitor in the match, by the way, trash, right? Terrible. Like Disgusting. if you'd had if you'd had Bianca roll up Liv, then turn around to the manhandler, I I would have been fucking. A lot better with that outcome because at least Bianca would have been pinned normally. Now, I will say that I've not been the biggest champion Bianca fan, but her fucking in work ring like in ring work is fucking phenomenal and you cannot have her get fucking beat by a fucking roll up by Liv Morgan. Who almost broke her fucking neck trying to powerbomb her. Like I ain't forget, yes. goddamn it. <laughs> this guy, that, hey man, somebody got said these women do not have no chemistry with one another. I don't know what the fuck no. they doing in them training sessions. They do not have no chemistry. There's one or there's like there's three or four women that can carry this division, but they just won't let them cook to the extent that they need to. Who's uh, the four, John? Ray Ripley, uh, Bianca Belair. Tiffany Stratton now. Uh, excuse Dakota's dog barking. Uh, Becky Lynch, you could throw in there too. Yeah, I called Becky one in this match. Go ahead, Mo. I might even put I might even put Chelsea in there just because she can actually sell. Like, that's that's one thing that's sell. missing in the women's division is the ability to fucking sell. Don't hell? even get me fucking started. I don't know who the fuck tried to hit a Hurricane Katana in that match, but it looked god-awful. I want to know what the fuck Naomi was thinking trying to do that sunset flip bomb off the fucking pod, because that was just ugly. Yeah, she kind of just threw herself to the side of AEW shit. (laughs) She's in TNA for a bit, forgot how to act, man. It's fine. Absolutely outlandish. Please ban the the, hurric- the hurricane katana move, please. Her- no, please. It's like, what are you yeah. to yeah. I have no idea what the fuck is. Like, I've been trying to figure out. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, whatever the, the fuck, fuck it is. is. Please, please ban that move, please. Nobody can sell it. None of the women can sell that move. Stop doing it, please. I was so fucking confused. Jesus. <laughs> All right. I was so sorry, bro. Because I thought it was something I should know. That's I said. I was like, Gary started fucking googling it, and I was like, "What the fuck movie is he talking about?" <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, I know what he was talking about. Yeah, thank, thanks for the correction. Yeah, I got you, buddy. Okay, that's what we're here for. But uh, <laughs> we're thinking that Yoshi yeah. Mitsu's sister from Tekken. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, anybody else got any thoughts, opinions on the match? Uh, Tiffany Stratton's uh, the next uh, next yeah. go. Her, she's her. She is going to be the future of women's division. Um, I know they've got quite a few right now, but I think pulling her up now was the right move. And the way they've booked her so far has not been bad. Absolutely. Um, but the last, like, the first match I really saw her in when she took on was it. Via Hale or whatever from Chase U. Yep. And yep. her stamina wasn't very great. Um, they were both pretty shot by the end of that match. But ever since she made the transition, dude, she's been fucking phenomenal. I mean, she's one toe to toe with Bianca. She's fucking strong, athletic. 
you know, she's got the right persona for her. Like, so I, I think we're all calling it now. I think she's going to be the future. But moving on, we had the tag match between the Catch Republic and the reigning undisputed tag team champions and uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor with uh, Dominic Mysterio at ringside. And if you're thinking to yourself, Dominic at ringside, there's some fuckery, you would be correct. Um, we did have Damian Priest and Finn Balor pick up the victory. Now I gotta say, I didn't really care for this match. Um, it had some good points, had some good moments, but it's just, it's getting too fucking predictable like we talked about earlier, so... I'm going to save my breath and just say uh, I'll leave it up to you guys. Well, during that match, if anyone was curious why your screen went black but the audio kept up, it's because the entire front row of the crowd flipped off Dom. Yes, every single body. I mean, you go to Australia and expect not to have any cussing or any any gestures, you're out of your mind. That rowdy-ass prison island. Yeah, um, this match was, I mean, this was what, like seven in the morning? I literally got yeah. up and doing, I got up and started doing household chores just to try to stay awake because I was not going to make it if I didn't do something during this match. Because you knew who was going to win. It was just as bad, as, or not, like in ring work, it was, it was, it was okay. But it was about as predictable as the pre show match with the Kabuki Warriors and, Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. Like, you knew who was going to win from the start. Yeah. A newly formed tag team isn't going to dethrone them. Especially somebody, like, I know Pete Dune and, you know, has had pretty good popularity. I know Tyler Bray, you know, has got some name recognition, but I don't think they have the power to dethrone them right now, but I don't know. I'm just ugh, fucking tired of these fucking championship holds. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Uh, it's something, it's something, but, I forget something about um uh, about competitors that don't have promos. Like I've rarely seen Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn have like a promo. So I kind of just figured out. I just figured they weren't going to win the match. Plus they they've been on what like a a six match win streak or whatever. Like yeah, I knew when it came to this they they weren't going to win. But they need to break up the titles though. Like. I will say my favorite least, fucking move, though, Tyler Bright does is that fucking where he, like, points up to the sky and then punches them with the opposite hand. That's my shit. Mm. I do love that move. Go ahead, John. I like uh, Pete Dunn. He does the... He does it every match, but, like, it looks like he's breaking somebody's fucking fingers. Yeah. The, the ability he has to, to sell that he's actually breaking fingers when he's he's taking care of his, his uh, opponent the entire time is, uh, is like, God-tier shit. Is it Pete? Uh, I definitely appreciate that. You say Pete Dunn, those little joint moves that you used to see Finley do back in the day is just fucking amazing. Yeah, agreed. Well, Split up the titles. I'm done. I'm right yeah. there with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Or, right. unif- uh, or unify them and make another hold other belt because I'm tired of this fucking design. It's time for them to make it look like the women's tag team championship. Maybe. Oh, shit. All right. Well, moving forward, uh, after that, we had the Grayson Waller effect with Austin Theory and uh, starting the. I don't don't know. He he didn't have a great great night on the mic, but um, 
he uh, got the show started, called out Grayson Waller. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then called out Seth, and then called out Cody. Had a little bit of back and forth. Uh, Seth announced that he's days away from being medically cleared from competing again. Um, and then Cody had a special announcement that he has challenged The Rock to a one-on-one match. Uh, which then led, yep. Which then led to Austin Theory kind of imitating The Rock. Hello? Yeah. Well, this gap in the podcast. Sorry, right. sorry, I put you. Uh, stay hard <laughs> longer. Um, sorry, I had a difficulty with the child there. Um, all the blood was in his dick. Yeah, you know, I couldn't think for a second. Spazzed out. It really works. You know what I mean? Keep me from rolling out of bed in the morning. Um, anyways, um, which then led to Austin Theory kind of imitating the rock a little bit and Seth cracking up, egging it on. Then you know they decided to. Stomp the shit out of uh, Austin Theory. Um, Grace Waller kind of hit in the corner. And then that was that. Uh, anybody got any thoughts on that? I thought it was weird how Grace Waller helped his buddy out. After having that meeting with Roman, I, I, just, I don't know. You know what I mean? He was moving furniture. He was hiding behind signs and shit. I was just wondering why we were watching this. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's fair. It. That's it. Very fair. Uh, but I, I mean, I thought yeah, the, I thought the announcement. I thought the announcement was going to be, oh, hey, you know, uh, me and Seth versus The Rock and you know, and Roman. I'm like, oh, I could get down with that. Like that's, that's what I was. There's it's rumors coming. that that could be night one of WrestleMania, which I fucking hope not. Like. <sighs> We got too many fucking stories to tell. We got a lot of better matches we can put on. I don't need a fucking tag team night one and then a fucking main event night two. I, I don't I don't need that. Um, but it is rumored that there's gonna be a tag match because they had that fucking commercial spot where they were all four sand looking at each other. Um, if they're gonna do it, I don't want it to be at Mania. But they're I don't think the Rock's gonna wrestle on a normal show. What's that? They're gonna do it at Mania and then. Roman's going to hold the belt until Saudi 2025 to pass Hulk Hogan's record. And So, here's what I'm going to say about that, and then we can talk a little bit more at the end of it. But, dude, here's the thing. If the original plan was for Rock and Roman to headline WrestleMania and then push Cody back further, but then there was such a fucking pushback from the WWE Universe to alter those plans, why the fuck are we going to turn around and have Cody lose again? Because he smashed throne back in AEW. Because fuck us, that's why. It just doesn't make sense. Like, if you're not going to let Cody win, then just fucking let Rock and Roman go it is and tell everybody to suck it up and move the fuck on. Because at least if he goes to, what we say, SummerSlam, he'd be number two. Somebody, yeah. But, like, I just... I don't fucking understand. If you have that big of a push from the universe that you have to alter the fucking plans, why are we going to have Cody lose twice? Fucking stupid. Pointless. We can talk about it more later. My bad. Uh, you know. Uh, it's only on. the third inning, bro. It's only the third inning, according to them. I don't know. Bro, look, I'm fucking tired of the innings. I'm fucking tired of the story. Like, if we're going to finish it, fucking finish it. If not, drop it. Let them fucking do whatever and then go from there. 
If only the third inning will get a pitching change. God damn. Dude. God damn, dude. Pull it. Anyway. Get stupid. Just fucking like, we're not talking trash anymore. Everything. Yeah. Uh, fucking. But, uh, anyways, moving forward, uh, we had the men's elimination chamber match with LA Knight, uh, fucking, uh, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul. Drew McIntyre and fucking uh, Randy Orton. Sorry, I say him. Whatever. You guys know what the people are in the match. Yeah. Uh, to, nobody su- to nobody's surprise, AJ Styles came out and cost LA Knight his match. This man, traveled all, the way, cost- this man traveled all the way across the globe just to be a hater. Right? What a bitch. What a bitch. <laughs> traveled that far, war, baby. Traveled that far out of his way just to hate on somebody. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm a shoe in for player hater of the year. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yes. I'm going to take my throat. <laughs> I'm a shoe in for hater of the year. Oh, man. But Ellen and I got eliminated that way, and then uh, we had the. Final three were Drew, Randy, and Logan. And if you didn't see Drew winning this, you probably haven't been paying attention. Um, but again, talk about a decent match with a stupid fucking finish. Uh, Logan Paul knocked out Randy Orton after he eliminated him with the brass knuckles to cost Randy his spot. I don't know why. That's a fucking waste of a fucking thing. Like. Ugh. Everything's got to be a fucking weird finish. We can't anything straight up anymore, but um, that was the one that I remember. I don't know, dude. I'm just saying, like, we got Drew and fucking Steph for the third time at fucking Mania. Cool. Great. Whatever. I don't fucking know anymore. Um, Story hasn't made sense since I started it. Drew's played the fucking crybaby bitch role and now he's been using everyone else's fucking interferences to fucking reposition himself for a fucking rematch. <sighs> Anyways, uh, I'd rather see someone like Braun Breaker in this. That's just me. Uh, thoughts and opinions on the men's men's elimination chamber matches, gentlemen? We fucking hate Triple H. It's no. the same shit every Set. time. Um. What's that? Uh, I told him, settle down. We're not ready to get the pitchforks out just yet. Oh, yeah. We got, we got one I more just, left. My whole thing, though, is like with the Our fucking weird finishes, it made so much more sense back in the Attitude Era when it happened every now and then, and it really made you hate the person that one instant. Like, but... Now we're using it as a fucking staple of every fucking match where we just constantly fucking hate everybody and we have no fucking better situations now than we did fucking three years ago. And just god damn dude, like why the fuck does everything gotta have a fucking wonky finish? No, I'm a, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be extremely pissed off if you had Drew McIntyre do all this fucking work just for him to lose a third time. Like, You're going to have Damian Priest cash in finally at WrestleMania just, just to piss us off a little more. At least he'll fucking cash in, though. 
Drew's been putting in phenomenal heel work. Phenomenal heel work. This man is the GOAT. The GOAT. The GOAT. (laughs) All right, well, we can talk about the future stuff here in a second. Uh, Let's finish out the Elimination Chamber. I'm not going to say much on this. I'm going to let Dakota just fucking take over, but uh, we did have the final match of the night with Rhea Ripley defeating Nia Jax uh, for the Women's World Championship. Uh, Dakota? The floor is yours. Before he takes over, everybody, put your seatbelt on. Right then. If you're, if you're easily offended, go ahead and turn this off. Give us a five-star rating review, though. Uh, this fat fucking bitch. The goddamn Kavorka out here. <laughs> Hey, first of all, whoever told her that that ring attire was a good idea, uh, thank you for doing the funniest thing possible. But why? Why was this fucking sea animal in the goddamn ring just meandering through like it was a fucking buffet? About killed Ray Ripley, I don't know how many fucking times. Just why? 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 God bless the crowd, though, for the my whole chance. And that's about all I got for you right now. I, yeah. I, like, we alluded to this fact earlier. Like, Naya cannot sell any fucking move to save her life. Like when Rhea, like the first time Rhea jumped on the fucking ropes and tried to hit the Hurricanana to quote <laughs> Mo. And Nia just kind of like fucking stumbled forward like Godzilla in the fucking, you know, 50 movies. It it was a fucking enough for me. Like I knew we were fucked from there. And stumbled around like Godzilla falling through Tokyo. <laughs> you know, just fucking God damn, dude. Like. Nothing, man. Like, punches she can't sell. Fucking hits she can't sell. Fucking moves she can't... Like, she cannot fucking put on a match to save her fucking life. And I, I I, don't say this negatively, but, like, she has not done anything for the fucking roster besides becoming the most hated person in the women's division. Like... I'll say it with Adrian. This bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Like, how are you going to throw Rhea right on top of the monitors on the fucking table? She hit the middle one, like, square on. You even heard the crunch of the monitor. Right the spot. And yeah, then like... it's exactly a three-inch vertical from the little lowly <laughs> chair. She was vertical. I don't know how. <laughs> I'd, I'd be surprised if she could pull a phone book. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, but at least she was able to sell the Riptide a little bit by getting up. Because I remember when it was what the Rumble two years ago, Rhea tried to hit her with it, and she's fucking dead weighted her. Uh, but shout out to Rhea for making that match at least watchable for the most part. Um, you uh, Rhea's ring it ring attire. Would. Yes. Uh, I will say there must be something going on with the uh. Oh, Dom and Rhea, because they've not been together on screen for a week or two now. 
Um, well, it's but, the main event scene. Um, shouldn't be anywhere near the main event scene. So. Okay, John, but I just fucking shoot my fucking theory down, dick. Um, anyways, yeah, you put my hands up. Um, anyways, um, the fuck you say? What? What the fuck you say? I said I'm kidding. Piss on my balls. Not with fucking Bluetooth, baby. Not with fucking Bluetooth. <laughs> Piss it all the wall. Fire hydrant, bro. Fuck yeah, bro. Can't control that shit. So hey, keep it up. outside, and I'll be two hits. Me hitting your cock, your cock hitting the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my my question is, why, uh, you take, anyways, why, why are you taking that thing of piss? That's kind of weird. Oh, my God. For reasons that Brock can explain. Um, anyways, we are going to... <laughs> why not Jack's built, to, built like a rusted-out K5 blazer? Uh, shit. Uh, all right, before we get you off the rails here, uh, funny cut show grades because I have nothing right now. So, um, uh, John, show grade. Be modest. Mo, show grade. B minus. Dakota, show grade. C. Not enough. I could skip this entire pay per view because it didn't really matter, or it's because I skip this entire pay per view, but I woke up three hours early for to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give, um, I think I'd be minus. There's a couple of bright spots in the Elimination Chamber matches, but uh, this podcast episode's an A plus for me. Uh, anyways, um, that was what was Elimination Chamber uh, live from Australia. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to throw it back to Hook because that I fucked that all up. So, all you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. Anyways, uh, tune in next week. We're going to go over some of these things. Uh, uh, also, make sure if you're listening on Spotify or YouTube, give us a subscription. Uh, make sure you give us a five-star rating uh, while you're at it takes two seconds make sure you give us a follow on x or twitter whatever you want to call it uh also make sure you uh, find us on tiktok at pop this potty for the cheap for the cheap uh with all that being said i'm surprised dakota didn't drop the uh looking like a slightly mobile center block and this is hook signing (laughs) out this bitch built like Go ahead, Dakota. Go on. I just said this bitch bit like Gumby. This is and goodbye. Greg got the fishnets on. Eat as you wish. This is Mo signing out. Well, shine my balls and bring me a milkshake, boys. It's time to go home.